Good morning, and hello there. This is the Psychology Report, and I'm Dr. Alan Hedberg. Nice to be with you again, and, um, you know, recently I was reading a uh, research study in which uh, 100 research studies had been reviewed from the point of view of happiness. And 81% of those studies, 81% of the 100, <clears throat> indicated that people who are happy tend to be the ones who go to church and exercise and practice a religious faith in a meaningful and a personal way. <clears throat> well, that got me started to kind of be thinking about this topic of happiness and um, you know, rethink it because, <clears throat> you know, for most of us, you know, happiness is just kind of a sense of of uh, excitement and uh, being part of a uh, group, a social group at a particular period of time where there's a lot of laughter and a lot of talking and a lot of joking and just interaction. But you know, happiness <clears throat> is much more than that. Happiness goes into a deeper level of uh, personal feeling, relates to joy, kind of a sense of contentment, a sense of peace, you know, a whole sense of just being at ease and at uh, a sense of calmness and relaxation with oneself, <clears throat> a sense of satisfaction, if you will. So happiness is kind of a deeper sense of well-being, not just a social pattern of interaction that we often uh, find uh, ourselves thinking about when we think of the word happiness. But you know, this idea of happiness is important um, because Research studies have found a couple of different things about the happy people. They tend to have good health. They live longer. They live at a much higher level of healthiness, less sickness, less doctor visits, less hospital visits. Happy people tend to have relationships that are happy. That is, they associate with other people who are happy. And their happiness generates happiness within each other. They have more friends. They have more social interactions. They have more social engagements. And in a marriage situation, they're much more fulfilling. That is, happy people tend to marry happy people and have happy marriages, if you will. Happy people make more money. They're more productive. That is, they work hard. They tend to earn money. They tend to have advancements. They tend to get progress in their career. And they are productive. And they get a sense of a joy and a sense of satisfaction and a sense of pleasure from their higher levels of productivity. Also, happy people are more generous. They get happiness from giving. They give because they're happy, and they receive happiness by giving. They're philanthropic. That is, they tend to give to the church. They tend to give to charity. They tend to give to a people who are in need, friends, associations that they have. not uncommon for offices where there's happiness that prevails. For to take up collections when somebody's in need or aware of a need that is in, in the community, such as a person whose house was burned down or whatever. Happy people are the ones that get in and contribute. They, and from that, they generate happiness. Happy people cope better with stress and trauma in their life. Sure, there's stress and sure, there's trauma to even happy people. But they cope better with it. They handle it better. They process it better. And they get beyond it quicker. And happy people are more creative. They, can, they tend to see the big picture. They tend to see the future. They tend to see how things fit together. They tend to see how the world comes together a little bit more in a reasonable kind of way. So happiness, it kind of has a lot of positive elements to it. 
and it brings into our life a great deal of joy and satisfaction and brings people into our life who are also happy. And there's a kind of a generation of happiness that takes place uh, among happy people. Now, how do you become happy? How do you build happiness? How do you create it? How do you encourage it? How do you strengthen it? How do you build on it? How do you grow it, if you will? Well, let me give you a couple points. And we can just look at this from the kind of a sense of happiness. If you want to be happy, if you want to kind of increase your level of happiness, number one, build relationships. You know, you have to be around people. Uh, have social connections. You, you gain from other people. You generate in ideas and you generate feelings and so on from other people. So build relationships, but particularly relationships with other people who are happy, who have a sense of satisfaction in their life. So close relationships are very important. Happiness builds on that. Secondly, give thanks. A lot of research studies show that if you build a gratitude journal, if you write down every day something for which you're grateful, and you write down on a regular basis, we call it a gratitude journal, or if you send notes to people thanking them for whatever they've done or whatever you appreciate in them, and just send little notes of gratitude and happiness to other people, you generate a happiness within yourself. You have much more satisfaction within your own life. Number three, practice kindness. Not just random acts of kindness, although you can do that, but be targeted. Be kind to people who would benefit from kindness. You know, if you're going to spend money on somebody, you're going to give money to somebody, make sure that it pays off, that it does something good, that there's benefit that comes from it. And number four, also, give up your grudges. You know, it's easy to uh, feel grudges. We all have times in our life when we've been hurt. People have disappointed us. People have turned against us. People cause us to be very uh, angry, you know, within. And we can hold a grudge. You know, let it go. There are times to let it go. You have to say, look, if that happened, that person meant it or didn't mean it or whatever. But I'm not going to live my life getting even or getting back at somebody. I'm just going to move on with my life. You may not include that person in your life anymore. But grudges are, are just, that it takes away happiness from us. And uh, wrong is wrong. You can either forgive or you can just kind of get a sense of, of personal uh, satisfaction. Also, make sure you get rest. You know, rest is an important part of happiness. Uh, you have to have a kind of a sense of uh, being uh, at ease and having energy and having uh, sufficient energy for the day. So make sure that you get enough sleep at night. Six hours is minimum. Seven hours is good. Even ninety minutes. If you, I mean ninety, uh, I mean nine hours is even better if you, if you can. But not necessarily. But six hours is your minimum. Make sure you get it. People who get their sleep, get their adequate sleep, tend to have a higher level of happiness. And then don't forget your own uh, feelings of wealth and feelings of satisfaction and feelings of accomplishment feelings of, uh, of uh, joy that you have, what, what you do have. Of course, happy people have wealth and people have used that wealth to enhance their own life, but also enhance the life of other people. So it isn't a matter of just accumulating wealth, but it's a matter of sharing that wealth and building on that wealth for the good of something. That is to give to charity or to give to an individual or to build some kind of a uh, non-profit organization that does good 
you know, for other people. Material wealth is good, but use your material wealth for good. And when you do that, kind of a sense of happiness comes about. That's how the Holocaust Museum came about in Israel for children. A lady that was depressed and couldn't get over her depression until she formed a foundation and gathered money from her own resources and from her, her friends, and they built that Holocaust Museum, and it's been a blessing, and it's been a great thing for millions of people around the world. And as a result of that, her depression started to relieve and go away, and she began to live a life of satisfaction and joy. And then soon thereafter died as a happy, as a joyful, as a satisfied, as a contented kind of a person. So happiness kind of generates wealth. But use that wealth for the good of others. And then from that, you generate more happiness you know, for yourself. So happiness is within reach. Happiness can be generated. Happiness is possible. And you can live a life of happiness. And when you do, you benefit from that. And other people benefit from that. People who are close to you benefit, and even those that only have occasional interaction with you benefit that because they get that sense of joy. They feel that sense of joy within you. They feel that sense of satisfaction and peace and calmness that prevails within you. So, this has been the Psychology Report, and this is Dr. Alan Hedberg. But before I go today, again, I'd like to just bring your attention to Trinity Western University. If you have university in your near future, you have a high school student, or you are somebody that uh, has some money and would like to give to something that's uh, an important organization and that does a lot of good, give it to a university. Consider Trinity University in Langley, British Columbia, and uh, that would be well worth looking into their website and getting acquainted with Trinity Western University and then um, consider it as a university to attend or a university to contribute to because they're doing a great job in Canada as the major Christian University of Canada. So um, Trinity University, check their website. And I refer you also to my uh, web, my own website, booksbyhedberg.com, booksbyhedberg.com. In there you'll find a book on achieving and living a healthy lifestyle in a world of stress. And I talk about happiness in that book. I talk about generating happiness and how happiness affects one's health and uh, one's longevity. So uh, check it out. Uh, Booksbyhedberg.com. Nice to be with you today and this has been the Psychology Report.